Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. The path of the righteous man is beset on all sides by the iniquities of the selfish and the tyranny of evil men. Blessed is he who in the name of charity and goodwill shepherds the weak through the valley of darkness. For he is truly his brother's keeper and finder of lost children. And I will strike down upon thee with great vengeance and furious anger those who attempt to poison and destroy my brothers. And you will know my name is the Lord when I lay my vengeance upon thee. Ladies and gentlemen, the Church of Laszlo has begun. Yo! Yo! What's going on, kid? Not much. How are you, sir? I'm good, man. Good. Everyone's feeling good? Everyone's feeling great. Great. You look good. Yeah, Snowcone looks, looks good. like he showered. I know. You that can doesn't tell. usually happen. He must have... Uh, you can tell. When yeah, you, you can I tell. shower every day. Well, okay. Well, this time, you, you know... You, you put on a shirt. Like you, yeah, you put on a shirt. Your, your hair looks a little different. All looks right. like, yeah, you put some time and well, effort hey, into it this morning. I appreciate morning. it. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, I'm not making funny. I'm just saying oh. sometimes you roll in. You know, hey, we all do. Yeah. And you're like, all right, man, I don't feel like I'll just shower when I get home. Roll out of bed, right, hungover. Yeah, yeah no, I feel yeah. good today. I mm-hmm. keep meaning to get him just like a bag of assorted color T-shirts because, I, I mean, they're just T-shirts, but he has so many days where he says, well, it's laundry day. But, you know, you got the shirts with holes in them and stuff. It's like, man, those just need to be tossed. Just toss yeah, them. Yeah, we could buy them. Just like, get them. He doesn't have to wear you black. You buy these shirts but, like on Amazon. Yeah, you can you buy, buy like 10 for like 100 bucks or something. Yeah, you can just buy. I just thought even if he just wanted assorted colors, maybe he doesn't want to, you know, be part of the black. Well, they have them. You can, you can actually yeah. pick the colors. Just get the, a few colors. If he had five T-shirts, what are you, an XL? Yeah. Probably fit you well. Yeah. yeah. Get him five extra large T-shirts and he wouldn't have to wear that Friends mm-hmm. shirt with holes in it. That old buzz shirt be nice. with holes in it. All right, all right. No, I'm just saying it's for you. It's for you. It's not. Just, it's not for everyone else. It's for yourself. It'll help you feel better. Don't you feel better today? You know, you got the shirt on. It looks like it's ironed. It's clean. Lazlo sees you and thinks, "Oh, look like you showered and took some time getting yeah. ready." And it's yeah, probably it, it could just good. could just be the shirt, right? You feel better, mm-hmm. right? Absolutely. Those other shirts should be. Either thrown or or put it, you know, if you're Sounds a like mother. I, I mean, seriously though. You no, know, you need to throw those t-shirts I, out. They that's got coming holes from in them, me, okay, Spencer. I don't dress well at all. That's coming from me. But you could have holes, you know, those shirts without holes. Shirts with holes in them. They have holes in the armpit, man. I have one shirt with a hole in the sleeve. It has more. It has more than one hole. You got one. It's got a hole right here. You have it. Hey, listen to me. You may not see it because it's here, but I saw it the other day. It had a hole here. Now it may be a new hole. Okay, and I you got one with a hole up here. I know there's okay, one with a hole up Jesus here. Okay, Jesus Christ. But, but the point is, it's <laughs> not just the holes. Me around to make himself feel better no, about it's, himself. No, <laughs> I'm trying to help you out. It's not just the holes. I would say you've got a few of those shirts. They're the shirts that you, you know, tend to say, oh, sorry, it's laundry day. That, that, that Over time, they've also just shrunk. They don't fit you as well anymore. You know, they barely make it down no. your waistline. Okay, man, just, I get it. So all I'm saying is, <laughs> tell, me, tell me what color T-shirts you want. And we'll get you a few he t-shirts. He likes random. You know, I you can, can do red. No, no, let us get you some t-shirts. It'll be a, you know, friends yeah, can help friends. Lazo's sure. bought me jeans before and clothes Yeah, because he was wearing wrestlers around here. I was like, yeah. come on, man. Yeah, so he bought but me you some need to, you need to, 
I'm not a guy who needs any sort of decorations on my pants, and they don't need to be $1,000 pants, but let's just go ahead and grab you a pair of Levi's and put that in, and take those rustlers and, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, and Wear I still them on have the those. weekend if you want. And I still <laughs> have those. loves that now I'm that guy. I wasn't mad it about it. Makes him feel good. No, there's plenty of things that you could come after me for, and I'm sure you have and you will again in the future. <laughs> the point is, the t-shirt thing is an easy fix, and I keep meaning to ask you, hey, what color shirts do you like? I'm just going to get you a few because I'm on these daily deal sites. They have t-shirts all the time. I always think I should just get snow cones, some shirts. But if I get them orange shirts, because I want orange, or you know, I don't want you to feel forced to wear yellow. something you don't like. I'm only going to wear yellow. You want yellow? That's going to be your yellow. color. That's gonna yellow. Be my color. I like it. We'll okay. get you ten yellow shirts. Yep, just get you a package of them. Just yellow. Extra large. I could even bright, get you the... Uh, bright yellow. You probably could use a tall shirt where it just comes yeah, down extra a little bit. Extra large, long. Yeah, extra large, long, tall. As you tall. get older, you sure. want that. You, yeah. you don't want your shirts too short. That's the biggest issue for a guy. Like, you're 6'3", so it's yeah. probably difficult. Get the extra large, long. You're from shoulder day. to waist is longer than, than most XLs. Well, oh, hey, thanks, guys. I feel great today. I appreciate it. You look you. good. Yeah, you do. You. I'm just saying, let's thank keep you. it up. Let's keep it up. Let's keep that positivity going. You're going to feel better about yourself. Started with a, hey, you look good today. Ended with a... Get your ass together. No, just let's get rid of those shirts. That's no big deal. Look, we've all been there. Your mom probably tried to throw away shirts when you were a kid or told you never to wear that shirt again. My mom hid clothes from me because she begged me not to wear the same flannel jacket thing that I wore to school. I should have listened to her, but I was very upset at the time and, you know. Well, look, I'm not sure you should have listened to your mom. She was the one who won't put you in Well, I was a little younger. I asked for those. I'm just saying. Yeah. I've seen the way your mom dressed you. I saw the way your mom dressed you, and I wouldn't say... You know, you had to... Fu- you Look at me. It was the 90s. You had to find your own way. Look, I, I was alive in the 90s. You don't have to tell me about but what I'm it was. And are... what I never saw... Because you were a little were kid. Were hip-hop pigs. There were... Pants. I saw little kids. There were... There were like, kids in my school who wanted I know you may not think them. I was the 90s. I was not very old in the 90s. Kids at my school wanted those pants. And I never saw younger they, kids. I have nieces and nephews. They never came over with hip-hop pigs. Of course my mother pigs, made them. Kids at my school wanted them. They were so no, cool. No, you know... They were I'm cool. going to say... <laughs> That maybe you didn't hear the sarcasm in their voice when they, they said, hey, can your mom make me hip-hop pigs They pants? liked them. They're like, dude, those are so cool. Yeah, boy. Anyhow. I think that's debatable whether I, they really like. Anyhow, them I don't wear the hip-hop pigs pants I would have loved now, to have been there. Which you obviously wouldn't like, so I don't wear them anymore. And that's well, what I we are now, right? I would love them now. If, I have if your problem, mom would make hip-hop no, pig yeah, pants now. <laughs> if we could find that fabric, my mom can make them. If we can find we'll the fabric. We'll never make pants for you. You the, would not be wearing The tough part might be finding else the fabric. You have yeah. Those. Yeah. I mean, she can definitely make some baggy shorts out of some sort of fabric. We just got to find the material. So I'll keep an eye But I think pants, man. Hip-hop pants. Like actual long pants? Yeah. Like trousers? All right. Yeah, we can look into that. Uh, yeah. I'll, I'll talk to her about it. I don't know if she's ever made pants before. I don't see. Just add a little more fabric, right? I'm sure she can. In the bottom of it. I saw someone posted she's on our... Really uh, talented with her hands. Okay. Someone posted on our subreddit. Uh, this is from... Yeah, I uh, still get a kick out. I love it. Nine hours ago. Is this person up in the middle of the night? Says, I know the guys have talked about tipping before, but how about this? And it's a screenshot from... And I don't think this person took the screenshot. It was from like R Nashville. But it's a screenshot of a parking meter thing. You know the parking meters now? You go to the kiosk at a lot of the places, yeah. and you pay the kiosk, and then it prints you the receipt. That thing's always so confusing. It, it is, because you're trying to figure out what number your thing is, how long right. you're able how to park works. there. Yeah, it's just, just like put it do the I have to? Back. And I always think, one of the confusing things is, like, do I have to put that receipt... In my car? On the desk. Or do they just, do they go to the meter and see which ones are paid for? 
I think they can you do see both. What I mean? Like a meter, like because a meter, you don't have anything. I right. think is that big square thing a meter? Do I have to go back to it? Man, it's a pain in the ass. Most of them tell you to put it on the dash inside your car, right? Yeah, in the window, clearly, clearly visible. It usually says. I'm thinking, well, if this thing's all electronic, couldn't they just tell that I paid this thing? But anyway, someone took this screenshot, and it's from a place that says Marathon Parking. Okay, this person uh, was parking between the hours of 12 a.m. and 11:59 p.m. The charge for parking was $20, okay? Mm-hmm. Now, on this screenshot, it says, now this is optional, whole numbers only, please, add a tip. Add oh, come a on, tip. Man, not for, Who are you wait, tipping at the parking? parking? Yes, it's on yeah, our no. subreddit. Someone reposted it That's on our Church of Lazo. Yeah. It says, add far. a tip. Now, did somebody fake this? It, it's possible, obviously. But I just, as surprising as it is, it's somehow believable. 15 years ago, I would have said that's a joke. That's not a real thing. But now, mm-hmm. I think it's totally possible. Absolutely. That that's a real thing. The tipping stuff has gotten out of control. And the only option is... You have to tip an unmanned parking un- lot? Un- right. Well, they're already asking people to tip these AI robots at fast food restaurants. I've seen this be oh. a debate where they go in and they order something and it says, you know, would you like to tip? And it's like, well, I assume that you're tipping the person who's assembling the hamburger no. back there or whatever. But people are upset about it nonetheless. And there's one of these restaurants where the whole thing is AI. It like like you know the robots are actually handing out the the food down an assembly line. I've seen line. that. Yeah, and they were asking like for someone tips. I know on Instagram was post a here's my robot waiter. They went to one of them. Yeah. Yeah, and I saw that those places were asking for tips and people were like, "Who are we tipping? Right, this yeah. is insanity." The whole point of this robot is that you got rid of the employee, right? So am I t- and one of the things I read which can't be true but one of these business owners said that, well, you're tipping so that we can keep these things, you know, up to date, modern, clean, whatever. It's like, that's business. Yeah, that's, that's business. What, yeah. And the problem is, we're in a position now where I've heard economists who don't like tipping talk about this. And their thing is that they tell people to do is they just say, stop tipping. Don't tip anyone. Don't tip your server. Don't tip your doorman. Don't tip your Uber driver. Don't tip anybody. Well, we can't do that. Well, Reed says uh, on uh, Twitch, if you want to join us, twitch.tv slash church he says he was the one who did it. Who oh, sent oh, you? Who did that? Who, who and he said it's it? real. Okay, I mean, it looks. I think he does morning radio. Somewhere. It looks like a real I thing. Think, I don't yeah, know. I just saw that someone tell me that. I think he does. Someone from Nashville had posted it originally, but it's it's a believable thing. Something else that somebody posted. And I don't know if you saw this. A couple of things on our subreddit. Today. Yeah, that's just our Church of Lazo, by the way. Reddit.com forward slash r forward slash Church of Lazo. If you want to go hang out there, it's a good place to uh, talk after hours. Which someone was. Talking about something last night, which I thought we could discuss later. But I saw somebody posted this article. It says, IMG Academy. You watched that documentary. I did, yeah. They beat somebody 88 to nothing or something. It said it was 96 nothing at half. It said the game had to be called at halftime because they had a 96 to nothing lead. I watched that documentary. Man, that other BS High played well. They played better than this team, right? right. That's worse than BS High, right? That's the school that he had... Like fake. That's whatever, what, right? no. Yeah. IMG Academy is the is one the that he one. played oh, against. The Florida one. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. That's the one okay. where like he wanted to be NFL an players and Major League Baseball players yeah, go yeah, like yeah. it's a it's a legit school. Okay, I thought it was his. Well, it's for not a, a legit. Wait, yeah, I shouldn't say it. It is a very legit school. That is a school attached to an athletic department. Right. It's about yeah, athletes, I, I still and then apparently. You get well. I mean, it's a school. Yeah, it says it's a boarding school, and I look. It, it is, up. and you go there, and you have to be really good at sports to go there. And they have real coaches, and like it's legit. But apparently, you also get a good education if you go there. You but do. you just can't roll in, right? Uh, uh, no, okay. you do. Like, I mean, but the fields and everything are like college football fields. Oh, they college baseball fields, in that documentary. Right? I mean, it looks very. Very expensive. I don't know how to explain it more than like, a, you know, a, a, a multi, multi, multi million dollar military school for sports. 
Well, it's, it's it. a billion dollar because the right. company that owned it, they said, sold it in April of this year for like $1.25 billion. Yeah. So I st- even but after like, watching I mean, the documentary, I didn't totally understand what it was or whether or not, I guess, I mean, I understood that it was this supposed trade school and the whole idea is this, you're, you're focusing on It really is a trade athletics. school for athletics, but they right. also get you a degree. That, and from what everything I've read about it, like they're really good at getting you, you know, your grade point average and your SAT and your ACTs all up to get to a university. Like it's all in. They're high school aged kids. And the idea is that a lot of these kids come from poorer backgrounds. Is that mm, the idea? No, not or all just of them. that they're good at sports. Yes. Because the was the idea in the beginning that this would be a, a school that could help athletically gifted students who maybe were in a bad school district or were at risk of not graduating. I got the impression that that's how these schools kind of started, but they didn't, they didn't go into IMG totally in that documentary. They explained it a little bit, and then I tried to read about it afterwards, and I wasn't totally clear on whether or not it's actually a good school. I believe it is. It's better than the other one. I mean, they seem to be real, and I'm guessing they have teachers and, and classrooms. So in the... Uh, Bishop Sycamore, the old pimp who uh, played IMG <laughs> in uh, on ESPN, which is the reason that documentary got made. They were down fifty-eight nothing. Uh, so here's like a just a so you can get it. Everybody from Gary Sheffield went there. I'm trying to pick up names that you guys. There's a bunch of uh, Joey Votto. Uh, yeah, there's got a bunch um, of notable alumni. Yeah, I mean huge big names. You know, I'm trying to think of some NFL guys here that you would know. But a, a lot of big names. Uh, the Michigan quarterback, J.J. McCarthy, went there. I know J.J. McCarthy. Um, so Tiger Woods went there. He went to high there. school there? Yeah. Okay, so then it is. Now, they a- also have, you can go and stay there and go to the school, or you can go there and just train. Oh, okay. So I think so- Tiger Woods went there and just trained. Do they have like recruiters that go around the country looking at high school athletes? Is that how they find these kids? Yeah, of That's course. what they do. They just go around looking for these talented athletes. I think you might be able to apply to maybe and send tape or whatever. I'm sure. So like, you know, I would say it's no different than what we hear about those um acting and dancing schools for high schoolers in New York City. Okay. Right? They still gotta learn other stuff and they still gotta get their grades up and do all that and they have regular teachers, but the focus is on acting and dancing or music or whatever, right? This is the focus is on football. It's like Chicago focus on and basketball. Right. You recruit kids, yeah. Yep. Yeah, and it says that, I mean, just according to their thing here, under notable alumni, it says since opening in 78, IMG has trained hundreds of Olympic and professional athletes, yeah. uh, including NBA, NFL, MLB, MLS. You know, I also thought after watching that documentary, I thought IMG was a football school. No, they I, do everything. I didn't realize it was the other stuff until I read about it afterwards. But I just I assume like other schools, maybe they focus on football. One because that's what the documentary is about, and two because it's probably the. Well, I mean, I'm looking the at a list draw. here. It's got a huge list of MLB players. Yeah, NFL, MLB, MLS, uh, NWSL, ATP, WTA, PGA Tour, and LPGA Tour. Yeah, it's. Um... So, is it something your kid is aware of? Like, has he heard of IMG? Because he's in high school. I would say my oldest might be aware of it, but not much. But okay. my youngest knows it He's because he plays football. So he knows what IMG Academy is. Like, and I don't think he's ever been like, I want to go there. But, but I think aware he, he's it. aware that it exists. As for a sure. kid. Yeah, okay. Because did you know about it when you were a kid? I'd never heard of it. Honestly, I, when I watched that documentary about Bishop Sycamore, and they were talking about IMG, I was like, I feel like I've heard of them. But I may only know them because of that Bishop Sycamore game. And when that game happened and it was on national TV, Now, think TV, about we all those people it. that you saw 
of who are in the NFL or Major League Baseball or whatever, yeah, they didn't start doing uh, football and baseball until 2001. So that's how many people they're putting in. Until Major leagues, not universities. That's major leagues. Okay, because the school opened in 78. It was opened as a tennis academy. Okay, it doesn't say that here. It just says it opened in 78, and then it talks about how it's trained hundreds of professional athletes since then. It lists all the different It was founded leagues. as the Nick Boletari Tennis Academy in 1978. Wow. Just and then they, they added the youth division of the Golf Academy in 1993. Uh, and then they added programs for soccer and baseball in 94. Hockey and basketball in 2000, 2001, and then in 2002 and 2003, they did football. In 2010, they did lacrosse. In 2013, track and field. And so they've been pumping people into – and we're not – like that number, that's, that, those are NFL, Major League Baseball players. Right. That's not people who went and did great in college. Yeah. You know, how many people they put into a university to get a degree, that number is probably unfathomable, but there's – 40, 50 people in the NFL right now, and they've only been doing it for 17 years. Think about that. Wow. So, And it does cost money, right? Oh, yeah. But I'm assuming that you can get a scholarship to the high school, just like you would do at college, if you're good enough, that they're looking for those players, that if you're, you know, I don't know, the best-looking quarterback they've seen in three years, that maybe you don't have to pay. The whole idea of starting a school to get rich as a business person or a wannabe business person like that guy in that documentary, it just seems like so much work of all the things you could do to try and make money. You're going to start a high school or whatever it's called, a trade school high school. You're going to try and get students to come from all over the country. You've got to set up all these athletic programs. You got that and money, then you man. have to establish yourself as being reputable. People have right. to want to go there. And I would think that no matter what, that's going to take time. Maybe that's why it makes sense to start with one sport. He started as a tennis academy, says, look. Yeah, they probably made a lot I'm of them. Tennis is yeah. one of those sports where the parents have money. Yep. And, and if you think about how they did it to make money, tennis, you can make money when you're 12. Oh, right. Right? Yeah. Think about that. So kids can go out and start making money. So if you're a parent, like you, for a lot of people, your career is over when you're in the, your 20s. Yeah. Right? And then you're like, hey, they, kids can make a lot of money doing this. Well, what else can kids make money doing? Golf? Yeah. Well, let's turn that into a golf, right? Like, yeah. you know. Yeah. So, well, anyway, this is a worse beating because IMG won this game at halftime, 96 to nothing. I'm curious to see more about this other team. But Bishop Sycamore only lost, what did I say, 58 to nothing, I think? So, I mean, this is a much worse beating. Who can, who can play IMG Academy and play at their level. Are there other high schools yeah. in the country that can play them and beat them? Okay, so they mm-hmm. do lose occasionally? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. It just seems I know so that, little I told you to watch that uh, documentary about that St. Francis school. That guy, that Biff Pogey or whatever, which they talk about a little bit, he built a school the same way. And wasn't that school he mentioned was an investment in that documentary, St. Francis? Wasn't yeah, it one it's of one of the okay. things where they, went, they were on the schedule for BS High or whatever. Okay, all right. And that's another school in Baltimore, I think, where that guy was an investment. He coached football. Then he went and became an investment banker, made millions, and then came back and turned that school basically into, you know, a, an East Upper East Coast Baltimore area IMG. And okay. those teams play. Then those schools play each other. Interesting. All right. Well, listen, we got a lot to talk about. Snowcone. I hope that you're not upset. I mean, this started with just an offer to, to buy some T-shirts. It's like, hey, you know what? I'd like oh, to no, get I'm you good. some T-shirts. Seems like you got a little quiet after that. It was. 
You sure? I prefer some hip hop pig pants. Okay, well, can we I can try and happen? get you some hip hop pig Seriously, pants. Would your mom make me some? Look at that, if man. you can like find the fabric, asked. she would. Oh, well, of course she would. Yeah, she'd do it. If you can find the fabric, but you'd have to find the fabric. It's a wow. lot easier in the 90s. I'll find the fabric. For the academic year of 2022 to 2023, the yearly tuition was what? What I do you know. think? I for really a ninth grader to a twelfth grader to go to IMG Academy. This is for all uh, the annual tuition. The annual tuition. Okay, fourteen grand. I, I would say sixty grand. I don't know something. Eighty-seven thousand dollars. Wow. Additionally, if you do that, you have to pay. There's additional fees for what team sport you play in, training gear, coaching, those types of things. And if you want to go for just a single semester and get the coaching. And all that stuff, and you don't have to. You're not going to continue to go. You pay for one single semester, forty k. Wow. There you go, Snoke. I'm start saving up because Bomb Pop. Wow. Might, might you want to play basketball? basketball. Yeah. Let's go. He's tall. The church. The church of Laszlo. Yo, yo. What's going on, you big, good-looking son of a bitch? Well, somebody's upset here. With well, us. screw them. From a very long time listener. I hate them. I hate them. I'm a very long-time listener and an OG Twitch subscriber hmm. since Snowcone took it global. So thank Good you, Snowcone. Snowcone. Uh, it says, I love Taking you guys. it global. All 73 of these people in different continents. Thanks, guys. <laughs> love you guys very much! Exclamation point. The rapid advancement of total viewership has been, I'll tell you what, from 1 to 73 in three days, and then, man... That was fast. 73. If you did the graph, you'd be like, holy I know. crap. And yeah. then, wow, they really leveled off, boys. Yep. There's <laughs> only so many people. I mean, Facebook leveled well, we, off, too. I think too. we'd have seven, seven, more than 73, but I don't know. Well, I don't know. But anyhow. It's like 95 yesterday. Yeah, that's pretty good, right? That yeah. graph would be 100 a few times. Yeah. Moving up and down. Yeah, we're doing great. So he says, thank you very much, <laughs> Snowcone. This show is the one thing I look forward to I listening to. I love your optimism, to. man. You need to coach sports. What's not you need to, to coach little about? kids sports. Hey, boys, don't worry about it. We're doing great. We scored the first basket. Hell Losing yeah. by 20 now. We're doing great. Keep your heads up. Let's go. What's there not to be optimistic about? Yeah, there's nowhere to go but up, right? Exactly. I mean, you, not literally, but you get virtually there's nowhere to go but up. So I get what you're saying. I like your optimism. <laughs> yeah, we're doing good. The show is the one thing That's I look where forward to. I start to think. <laughs> I get it. nowhere to go but up. Yeah. yeah Let's go not- get it. When you add that we're doing good. That's where I pause. We're number one on the uh, talk podcast channel on Twitch. Talls to the midgets. Let's go. Hey, it's Twitch, man. I Can mean, it's it's, it's pretty pretty big. Yeah, no, I was about to say something else. Smartest stuff, though. So I, you know what? Yeah, I'm okay. learning. Okay, I'm I think learning. you can say midget. It's just that uh, you don't call a little person that. You wouldn't say, "Hey, you're a midget." But being a in midget is a, behind their back. You can no, but it's like a thing. There's just only a when you're tossing them. You at can a bar. look. I've looked this up. You can you can <laughs> look up what, uh, for you know free beers. You can look up what constitutes a midget in your state because if you are a midget, if you're below a certain height, then I think you can get yeah, I think, I think you can I get think, some sort look, of disability. Look, I did it. I shouldn't have done it. I've looked this and up. I think now you just put the shovel away. Let's move on. Okay, so the person says this show is one thing I look forward to listening to after work. Yeah, However, Mm-mm. the narrative has been so political and negative mm. against the other side. Now, honestly, I'm thinking as I read that, which side? Yeah. That's how I feel, because yeah. I'm like, right. I know that we're not liberal enough for probably a lot of our well, listeners. Well, we find and- that sweet spot, baby. Right. We've always been able to find that sweet spot in my mind of, like, people who want music can't listen to us because we talk too much. And people who want us to talk more, they can't listen to us because we play too music. So we're right in that sweet spot of where you don't like us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think on the left and right, we used to be very liberal. Yeah. But the way that the country has shifted, 
a lot of people we're just not even close to liberal enough for. Exactly. Not even close. They exactly. hate us. So I'm not being But conservatives are like you, one-sided liberal nimwits, and you're like, well, okay. So we found that sweet spot where no one likes us, no which likes is us. really not easy to find, but we seem to do a really good job of it. Yep, that's how we maintain that 75 number on Twitch. So, again, this person's saying, starting off by saying, I've been a long-time listener, mm-hmm. OG Twitch mm-hmm. subscriber, thing I look forward to. And they say, however, the narrative has been so political and negative against the other side. I'm honestly thinking at that point they're mad that we're too conservative. What would you oh, think at that point? You I think they're mad that we're too liberal. Yeah. I, I really thought at that point I was like, they're I mean, mad that's that... been the classic. I don't think... Sure, in the past yeah, it was. And I don't think anybody thinks we're too conservative. I think they may say no. we're not liberal enough. Or that we attack yeah. liberals I don't think they say much. we're too conservative. We're 0% conservative. I can right. see them saying that we, we just attack... May not be, we may not be liberal enough for a lot of... Not people. not woke, liberal. right? Right, and that's why I can see them saying very that, liberal and very left. Right, I think people know that. I think they just know these guys. They're not liberal enough. I think that would be it. I don't but think could, they say but couldn't you, No, but couldn't you see them thinking that we attack liberals too much by making fun of uh, a lot of this maybe. woke stuff and a lot of the stuff yeah, that liberals maybe. are saying? Ask for anyway. Says I'll be honest. It's becoming harder to listen oh, man, because I'm I sorry. love hearing everything else you guys have to say. But come on, maybe one positive story. This is where it gets good. Maybe one positive story about a white person doing something good for the black community instead of Essie clickbait. Hmm? One. Everyone already knows the news is slanted one, one hey, way. Can you guys just do one white savior story? Yeah, but one can, white wrong savior with you? story. Can we not just promote well, positivity? You know what? There you go. I'm in. We will do one white savior story every day. Okay. I, I mean, like that idea. starts today looking for white people doing stuff for the black community. That's right. How we That's start. Start. Right. And right. every day, and I want to drop for it, and it'll be in headlines. Or doom scrolling, it'll say, this is our white savior story of the day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Got it? Love yeah. it. And, I mean, the commenters obviously have listened for a while. They pointed out that these stories have been mentioned in the past. Things like the white grandmother who got a text from the wrong kid and invited him over for Thanksgiving. Oh, and how Lazo responds to those feel-good stories that the national media likes, the so-called liberal media. Yeah, they of course like, they do. Look they at promote that. it. But Laszlo has a different take on that, and commenters were quick to point that out. Hey, like, you know, if they do that, we know where this goes. It's, it's, it's been done. But right. if Laszlo's now look saying, this, look, nice this is what white. we want. Come on. If Laszlo's saying this is now what we want, one feel-good white shit. savior story. Well, well, I don't need to reiterate, but, I mean, if that had been two white kids in college. Wouldn't have been a story. <laughs> Right. right, because the thing about that was they never brought up the race. It was always oh, just right. the elephant in the room. It's implied. But it was right. never look, brought up. It but just, but as you look at it, like these people look completely there. But they had to show you the right. picture. Of course, of look of at this. Course. He's a young black man hanging out with this old right. white woman. Imagine that. And this one young white, this young black man is really respectful. Right. And right. nice. Like, oh, my God. He talks Comes so up. proper. Yeah. <laughs> right. Like, come on. He's eating. They're, they're letting him eat Thanksgiving dinner at their house. And he shows up and tells her he loves her and is respectful. Yes, ma'am. No, ma'am. I'm like, come on. What a nice young gentleman. Yeah, right. and he's been and back. He, and I'll tell you what, at what, just by looking at him, you wouldn't think he acted like that. <laughs> I'm like, come on. Jesus. It's pretty bad. I'm and not wrong about that. Of course not. It's so ridiculous. If there was no picture and they never mentioned the race, that, right. that's it's not a story. story. It's you, not you a story. Like, Why did I just read this? Right. right. Someone got a wrong number and started going over to somebody else's house for Thanksgiving. And even if he looked different as a black man, like, we know what you're doing there. Yeah. We know. And that's just a story that comes to mind. There have been numerous examples of stories just sure, like that. People paying for right. um, people's, uh, oh, the, the teachers got together and paid for her, uh, uh, what is the leave call when you're pregnant? 
What oh, is the uh, maternity leave? Yeah, pay yeah. for her maternity leave because they weren't going to pay for it. Look how great people are. Right. What? <laughs> Why should people, when they gave up their vacation days to give to, what are we talking? Right. Look at this great man who went into the school and paid for everybody's overdue lunch bills. What, have you lost your goddamn mind? We shouldn't have to wait for some dude who won the lottery to swing by the local elementary school and pay for past lunch dues because kids aren't allowed to eat. They have to get the cheese sandwich every day. Well, we've lost our minds. Well, anyway, that, on, that, that illustrates a further point, which is that Lazo can really take any positive story. Those are positive find reason, stories. Find a reason to, to tell you why it's not positive. Right, but they're sold to us as positive yes. stories. Yes. But specifically the race thing, I mean, this person said, you know, they, they want us to find, what was it? A white person doing something nice? Uh, what do they say? Can we find one story about a white person doing something good for the black community instead of SE clickbait? So that's specifically they want something race related. And I was saying there the are the fact that you like even have that thought, right? Like why don't they talk about white people doing stuff for the black community? <laughs> right. The right. fact that you think that is like, right. dude. But there have been other stories that involved race, similar to what Lazlo's talking about. There was the janitor who they bought the car for. And the whole thing was, if you saw the the pictures, the Mm -hmm. janitor was black, right? He's an old black guy, and all these white kids got together, and they said, "Let's raise a bunch of right." And they said, "Let's raise a bunch of money," and they got this guy an old piece of crap Mazda or whatever. (laughs) I mean, you know, look, it was better than what he had. He was walking to school, right? But it it was about race. They just wouldn't allow us to mention that it was about race. Maybe it becomes a local story that they bought the old white janitor of a car, maybe. But when the janitor is black and the kids are white, now it's a story. Now, what, you know what's even bigger than that? I like Poncho said, it's... the white Nazis gave Clarence Thomas a free vacation. That's a white savior story. <laughs> hey, Clarence, why don't you go vacation with white no, people? No, oh, I almost cussed. <laughs> you go vacation with white rich people, baby. That's how much I'm going to give you. As Those long as you make guys. sure that you side with white rich people. And I think the media loves even more I than... got you. The black janitor is if black kids do something. For, that's why the grandmother's story was so big. Because the, the young person was black in that story. The old person was white. And anytime they can find a story where black kids are doing something nice right. for an old white person or whatever, it's like, look, see how well we're getting along and how right. racism is a thing of the past. But they never bring up race. They never say it. They just they pretend like it's about the age or the income or whatever. I do hope that we're moving. I, I, I do hope that the younger generations are getting past this. It feels I do like hope. we haven't seen as many of those stories as of I, late. Yeah, and I hope that the younger generations are, you know, like, like maybe we're teaching them better. Yeah. I don't know that we are, but I certainly hope that we are. So someone had responded. You know, like my my uh, son's best friend is, is black, and my youngest son. And, you know, I, I made sure to sit down and watch Remember the Titans with him. You know, I'm like, man, it wasn't that long ago that if you would have went to school, you, that your best friend could not be your best friend. Yeah. And what? Literally not that long ago. You no, know what I mean? Not long like, ago. Like, think about that. All. And he was like, really? Why? And I'm like, watch, let's watch the movie. Yeah. And as you start to get older, and by the way, how not uh, long ago his was. best friend's dad watched that movie with him, too. Oh, okay. It was good. like, hey, it wasn't that long ago that you couldn't have just walked into school and been best friends with him. Yep, it's crazy. And even if you tell kids that, it's hard for them to comprehend because I know the 90s right, sounds because, like a long right. time ago. But as they get older and start to put things into perspective, right. they go, whoa, wait a second. I mean, especially once you get to our age, and you're like, right. wait a second. So when I was born, it was the same distance from World War II as right. like 80s synth pop is now? That's right. incredible. And you start to be able to kind of put those things together and realize that wasn't very long ago. This stuff was going on recently just because I wasn't alive. Right. Doesn't mean that it was a long time ago because it wasn't. Now the top commenter on here, someone who obviously listens, they said, promote positivity as a long time listener. 
Uh, you would know that anytime Slim, I like that their question went out. This person is actually an OG listener. As a longtime listener, you would know that anytime Slim brings up, brings up a happy or positive story, Lazo often highlights an unfortunate or negative aspect of our society that allowed that story to happen. Um, and it talks about, you know, like when someone pitches in for healthcare mm-hmm. through a mason oh, jar yeah. or whatever. That's one of our favorites. So, you know, that is what happens. Yeah. But if this person, I don't want to lose anybody. gets leukemia treatment. Because Dairy Queen right, put a, jar <laughs> put a mason jar out and people covered the cost. Oh. What? What? What a great story. Oh, great people. This kid gets to a get treatment now. A kid's got leukemia. We're like, sorry. Either you pay the bill or you don't. It's crazy. It's what? Crazy. And, that's and then the good story. story is that the community of Coffeeville, Arkansas, Rally got together, together $7,000 to pay for... Chemo. What? Yeah. what are we doing? One week of chemo. You lost your mind. Well, I don't want to lose this person. Uh, no, we need low, we need low ad uh, on Reddit because we don't want to go from seventy five to seventy four. So we will try and start finding white people doing good, good things, things for, for the, the black, black community, community. Yeah, and I'll try and keep I like up with that. that. The Church of Call from Mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Yo! Yo! All right, we're going to doom scroll. Yeah, we're going to doom scroll. Uh, mm-hmm. Update on the big UAW strike. The uh, guy who died at the Patriots game, did you see that? Sorry. No. Oh, man. You got to be careful. I've seen, you see these videos all the time, people getting into fights, screaming at one another, punches are thrown, whatever. And, you know, sometimes you even laugh at those videos. But you never oh, know. God. You never know, yeah, when someone's going to die. I mean, look, Snowcone, I know you no, watch you lots of those fight, fight videos. videos. Yeah. yeah. And sometimes, because you think, like, you don't. Sometimes you watch those fight videos and go, oh, oh God, right, man, no, no, too much. Sometimes favorite not. thing in the you world is public freakouts. Of course, yeah. of course. But you also have seen plenty of those where you go, dude, you're going to kill him. Stop, you're watching, stop. you're like, yo. That's too that, much. Quit or, kicking him in the head. He's out. Oh, or, like, like, you hit him, and then he falls awkwardly. That's exactly. the one that always scares me. The That's kicking stuff, like, you're in trouble. Yeah. But, like, when it's a fight and both guys are fighting and someone hits and then but they Their fall into a lamppost or something, you're like, oh, no. That was... a. That was an accident. I mean, yeah. I know it wasn't, right? but you didn't mean for that to happen. Kid I went to high school with went to prison. He punched a guy at a party. No, it wasn't even a punch. It was a push, and it was his friend. Supposedly, they weren't fighting. They were joking around, and he shoved him. They were outside, and it was icy out, and he slipped on the ice, oh, hit his man. head. How do you go to prison for that? Those it's your friend, stories. and it was an accident. Maybe Everyone you can't there. prove it that it was an accident? Well, they said that the people that were there, now, I don't know how much this is true, but it was my teacher telling me this because this was one of her favorite students, that the kids that were there were willing to testify for him and say, hey, you know, they were messing around. He shoved well, them I mean, you can go to on the ice. And, yeah, I know. Intent can play a, a big role in a lot of those decisions insofar as punishment. And you would think that you can say, all right, well, it was involuntary. Man- I would or think even if it's just two kids screwing around on the ice and someone falls, it's hard for me to think that you're going to go to prison for that. Right. That's what if I everybody's thought. like, oh, they were just kidding around, pushing each other. Like there wasn't even any. No one was mad. It seemed and, like they, and they weren't mad. You put it that way. I mean, ice is involved. Right. Right. I mean, well, like sue the ice. <laughs> right. It's like slippery be... conditions. Right. If we weren't on ice, this wouldn't have happened. Clearly, feels like as a lawyer, I should be able to argue. My 16-year-old right. kid. Uh, I just like there had to be more to that story. Yeah. Maybe he knew that there was ice. Maybe he was trying to get him to slip. But so this was like, I think, his I mean, best still, friend. Like, if accidents happen, but you have to be held accountable. You go to jail. I mean, if you 
get in a jail, wreck and it's an accident, but if you kill someone, like... You don't go to yes. jail if it's an accident. But if it's an accident, if you you're can, at fault, absolutely. if you're at fault, if you're, if you're at fault, fault, if you did something wrong, but this yeah. is just playing around. Accidents happen. Yes, you know? but no, sometimes, you don't go to jail for those. sometimes accidents happen yeah. where you don't okay. go to jail. Do if you, you run a red light, that's an accident, but you, you did something to do that. If you're just driving down the street... And well, someone jumps out in front of your wind. car and you hit him. You don't go to jail for that. Guy, he pushed him or whatever. Right. Yeah, I mean, but he did boy. something. But if they're horse playing, I think that there can be intent right. should matter. I mean, yeah, I'm, not saying sh- I'm not saying he even should be, but I'm saying I can understand why. I don't think he was tra- He's not sent there for 25 years. No, I don't, yeah, I don't, he wasn't. But my whole thing was, what is this doing? How does this help this? Like, if this guy wasn't trying to hurt anyone. Now, you see these videos of kids right. a lot in their if brains. If they were playing hockey, he doesn't go to jail. Exactly. Yeah. You right, see these, like even if he tried to hit him, if he's playing hockey, doesn't go to then jail. It's, then right? it's an accident. And if you're yeah. driving your car and somebody jumps in front of you and you can't stop because yeah, of I'm the not ice, saying I agree right. with it. I'm just saying I you don't go to jail for that. On those I mean, videos, those Reddit videos, you see a lot, or TikTok, wherever you're watching them, you see a lot of those high school videos where you realize these kids' brains are just not fully developed and they don't realize what right, they're doing. Right. I saw one right. a couple weeks ago where the kid picks up a fire extinguisher. Comes up behind the other kid and hits him over the head. I mean, he's a big oh, fire extinguisher. Like behind? Yes, and I that thought, dude, you. you're going to go to prison now. Right. I mean, you have to. Now, it's going to be juvie or whatever, but you might end up going to real prison, too, by the time you're out of juvie, because it looks to no, me like you things, killed that kid. You know, I will say, though, you know, uh, the, the behind thing changes that, but if he's facing him and he hits him with it, I just know my boys, they absolutely believe that and I know this is crazy because I never had to deal with it, and I don't think you guys do. But if someone's messing in there with them in the bathroom, there's more people there that a gun can be pulled at any moment. That oh, is on man. their minds. Like I have to get out of this bathroom to survive. It wasn't like that when I was in school. It was like we're gonna fight. Yeah, and that's fine. I never thought you're going to kill me in here or you're going to shoot me in here. Damn, it sucks to have to think. You like see that. what I like? They're like, but yeah. They but if they I'm don't, thinking about survival now. But if the other person doesn't that's have a gun, that it doesn't change the fact that one person that had a mindset weapon. now has changed. Right. Just that and, mindset. That's and crazy. we should, as society, we've led people here that should. I, I'm not saying it gets you out of it, but that sh- should be a thought in court. Like, did you think? Yeah, I thought. Right, but I thought I have to survive have a, this yeah, situation. It's crazy they have to think yeah. like that. that I know my my lawyer brother has said we were talking about this not that long ago actually because of these videos and he's like, "Man, I can't emphasize this enough. Don't use a weapon. If the other right. person's not using a weapon, whether you pick up a fire extinguisher, right. a bat, whatever it is, once you pick something up, that chair, a lot of videos of right. kids picking up chairs, school chairs yep. in the room and swinging them around. I'm with you. I'm not saying you should do, do that, it. I'm just saying the, 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 the thought process has changed right. in a very short amount of time of when there's now a fight. Yeah. The thought process has changed that there will be a gun involved. Yeah. I mean, I, I, yeah, I just... Yeah. That's crazy, You think about man. the mass shooters... I would never go through my mind at school. No, ever. me either. Nobody had a gun. You think about it as an adult, though. Those drunk guys outside of adult, bars... Yeah, right. Yeah, you but definitely think, like, does this guy have a gun? Does this guy have a gun? Yeah. I so, mean, so if we think about it... Yeah. No. You know, they certainly are thinking about it. And if they're in a bathroom and there's only one exit... Yeah. No, I mean, they're not wrong. But if they pick up that weapon, whatever it is, and the other kid didn't have a weapon... Then it's all over. As it, now, if the kid ends up being okay, then it could be a different story. Yeah, it depends sure. on whether or not the parents sue you. But I've seen so many stories just in the last few years of these kids that get seriously injured. Some of them have brain damage. Sure. They, you know, and usually they're at least concussed, which a lot of people would say is enough. And now if you used a weapon, that's assault with a deadly weapon. Right. I right? get it. And, and 
the kids just don't like when we were kids, there were fights, you know, maybe they weren't worried about guns, but there were fights and people did pick things up. And I remember watching I mean, as a kid, a, I mean, like, I don't want to argue about it, but we're in a situation where cops get away for sh- with shooting people because they thought that person had a gun. Right. Yeah. But now we're telling kids and other adults, uh, hey, if you think he has a gun, you still better not do anything. Yeah. I, right. I mean, we live in a really odd world, man. Well, the point is the the fighting that kids and I guess adults do it, too. But kids, I think there's a lot of kids that get into those types of fights where someone is seriously injured. They take it way too far and they don't necessarily grow up into the kind of adults who would do that. It's because they're right. kids. They can't fully comprehend the consequences of their actions, whether that be how badly this person is going to be hurt and how much trouble I'm going to be sure. in. Those things are I think not most of the time that's the same with kids who shoot people. Right. You it's know, like, just, honestly. It, it's short-sighted thinking sure. and just, a, like I said, a brain that isn't fully developed. But when it's adults and you're doing it at a football game, there's going to be fights. I've seen fights. I've seen quite a few. Well, I guess I've only seen, like, one in the past couple of years. But you see people yell or whatever, and I've certainly seen a fist fight. I saw it last year at a football game, and the guy was messed up. I mean, he took that hit, went straight down to the concrete because that's the only place there is to go. And when he stood up, he, I mean, he looked horrible. He was going to look right. horrible for at least the next three or four months. And I thought, man, what if, what if that guy hadn't gotten up? What if he hit his head on the side of that chair as he was coming down, took a corner of that, sure. or that armrest, and had just taken it with him? It could have killed him. Well, I, I think maybe that that's what happened in the story. You guys didn't say anything about this, no. though? All right, I'll explain coming up. The Church of Laszlo. It's time to doom scroll with SlimFast. What you don't know could kill you. Murder hornets. Corpies infected monkeys. This is Headlines on the Church of Laszlo. Yo. Yo. What's going on? All right, we're doom scrolling. Okay. A bear found at Magic Kingdom. Oh, really? In Florida. They had to shut down uh, parts of the park, Magic Kingdom. They said, everybody stay right here, don't move. Because there was an actual bear... I got to be honest, man. I didn't know there were bears in Florida. Like I, I knew, yeah. I guess I knew there were bears in Georgia and Southern Georgia. Yeah. I've heard of that. So I suppose I had to look. Not what you think of first. No, you think of panthers not. and alligators. And, right, you think alligators for well, sure. Yeah, I'm sure there's bears. Out but there. it, it, when I looked it up, it, it said hot. Black bears all over uh, Florida. They made it sound like they go all the way down yeah, to the should, south of Florida. They should move. Right. It seems like a thing it's that you'd be warm migrating with north. All that fur. Right. Like armadillos have moved north. Yeah. You'd think that the bears would be moving north, too. I don't know how far down Florida they still are, but the thing I read made it sound like they're all over Florida. Well, they had to shut down the park for a while, or parts of the park, and people had to wait. This was no lovable Disney character taking a stroll in the park. Instead, a real-life bear was spotted Monday inside the Magic Kingdom, the wild animal forcing a temporary shutdown of parts of the theme park. They're blocking everyone from heading into Liberty uh, and into Frontierland. The Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission telling NBC News in a statement the Magic Kingdom bear was likely moving through the area searching for food. Yeah, so there you go. Didn't there be a barrier? Just looking for food. Like a bigger barrier? You just would think, even with like, in my mind, I don't know, but you would think there'd be like double fences and barriers and stuff. There'd be even alligators coming up. I, I wouldn't necessarily think it was for the bears in general, but like an alligator could get out of the water there and walk into the Magic Kingdom. That's just a bad idea. You'd think the, the barrier entryway to the park would be... And that it would go around the park. It looks And you'd like, think it'd be you know, impossible to get through. It looks like it wasn't like in the park. At least those aerial shots to me, it looked like it was in the woods. Oh, okay. And so maybe there towards, is a barrier okay, yeah. right there, but they acted like it could just get into the park. So maybe it's just an abundance of caution right, that yeah. they say shut this whole thing down. An update on the UAW strike... 
They are now saying things could get worse before they get better. There's still no deal. And now the new thing is that uh, the barrier. <laughs> barrier, yeah. Notice that. The union in uh, Canada, I don't remember the name of the union in Canada, but there's a union in Canada, and they're saying they don't have a deal either. And at least the Ford union in Canada, I read, could go on strike as early as next week. I think their deal is up sometime on Monday, maybe. Okay. And so they need a deal as well. Now, if, if what I read was if Canada shuts down, if, if these guys go on strike, these guys and gals go on strike in, in Canada, specifically at this Ford plant, they manufacture a couple plants that manufacture V8 uh, engines for them. Okay. If that stops, then these really profitable plants like the Kansas City uh, Truck Factory, all right. these, these uh, facilities that are making trucks would be basically at a standstill because they couldn't get their engines anymore. So it, now it's like, you know, even if they get stuff figured out here, they're going to have to get Canada figured out too. It's all, it could just be a huge ripple effect. The stalemate continues. After revived talks, as you know, stalled between both sides, it turns out more workers may be joining this strike, joining this picket line that, as you said, right now is on day five. The UAW overnight basically ramping up pressure with President a Union Ron Fain saying in a new video that unless there's, quote, serious progress by noon Friday, more local chapters will be called to walk out, adding, quote, we're not messing around. So with okay. this with this strike, what's unique about it is, one, it's all big three at the same time. They've yeah. never done They've that never before. They've never done that before. And also, this is one where instead of saying we're all going on strike, they have done, I think, what did we tell you? It's called a stand-up strike. Yeah. There's a name for it. And they say we're doing different departments. So basically, the UAW has an insurance. So they have a fund for strikes. And right, and right now they got about eight hundred. Right? Yeah, so, they've right. got about eight hundred fifty million in that fund. I think is what I read this morning. So, if people aren't working, that fund should help pay these employees while they're not able right. to work and their health care and, and all that stuff, all those costs right, associated sense. with an employee. So, if they were to all go on strike at the same time, all the UAW employees, which I think they said was like a hundred and twenty thousand, some crazy right. number, right? I mean, if they yeah, were to all go on yeah. strike at the same time, then they would deplete that fund in a few months. They'd just be out of money. Now, if, really? 850 yeah. million? Yeah, and if they do this targeted thing where oh, yeah. they do different departments and they, and not only is it just you're saying certain people aren't going to be coming to work today, the other part of that is that the big three don't know who won't be coming to work tomorrow. So, oh, well, we may be able to manufacture some of these things so right now because we have enough of the supply line. Right. Okay. You're screwing up the supply line by taking some of these people out to begin with, but you're also scaring the big three by. Them not so knowing you're still who could, hurting well, them, yeah. and the people that are striking get coverage. Right, right. and they could okay. be paying employees Makes that at sense. this point can't do right. anything because they don't have the supplies to get their job done, right? So it, it's supposedly a new tactic that they're trying, and they said the, the big thing to remember here, though, is that they will do a full-stage walkout if need be, and he made it very clear that is definitely right. on the table. I, well, I was reading some uh, just opinions from lawyers, so it wasn't like a left-leaning or a right-leaning, just things that could happen. As you watch it, unfold because i was thinking in my head you know it's happened in sports so many times when i read about the stand-up strike right stand-up strike so it makes the plants unable to run yet people are still coming to work they just can't do their job because you know other parts of the building aren't doing their job baseball football hockey they've all done it where the owners lock out so the last baseball strike, if you remember, the players always said, we're not on strike. They call it a lockout. We're locked out. I just didn't know we what We can't that come meant. to work. We're locked out. It's not a strike. We, hey, let us come to work and we'll show up. That was one of their big things. And the owner's like, you're locked out until we get this collective bargaining agreement done. So I looked up, can the big three do a lockout? 
and they can. So once that, uh, so apparently while they're under contract, you can't strike and you can't lock out. Once that contract expires, you can strike and you can lock out. So they're saying that one of the things that's on the table for the big three is a lockout. They say, if you guys are going to continue to do this, we're not getting any work done, then we're just going to lock you out. And so that could shut down the big three at once. Now, apparently the fees are paid for by the big three, the union fees. Yeah. Those are paid for. Which I didn't know until right. recently. To some degree, they're paid for. Like that's part of your deal, I guess. Right. And one of the things that um, under Trump, there was a law that said uh, the automakers could stop paying those during a strike or a lockout. There were, there were no stop more money the to the unions. Under Biden, that law has changed, and they can't. They would still have to mm, fund okay. the fees. So that's another big thing where they were talking about, like, maybe, you know, they weren't making a decision one way or the other, but maybe fame or fine or whoever the head of the union is, maybe that's why they're doing it now, because they know if Trump wins an election, some of their protection will go away. There's also something with the National makes sense. Uh, Labor Relations Board. I remember my dad talking about this with different times the truckers union would strike. Um, depending on where you're at with the NLRB, there was a, there, sometimes if you strike, you have to uh, still present yourself as if you would if you were at work. Meaning, <clears throat> you can go strike, but you can't just curse you can't be aggressive towards other employees. You can't do that. And if you do that, anything that wouldn't be tolerated in the workplace will not be tolerated on the picket line. And if you break those, you can be fired, just like you would be if you did it at work. But right now where they're at with the National Labor Relations Board is that's not a rule. You can cuss. You can be aggressive. You can scream. And they're saying that Intimidate. the union guys know this and as we go forward, you'll start to see more of that, which we haven't necessarily seen in strikes recently. You know, we see them on TV with Hoffa and those types of things. We haven't seen that lately. And so, um, you know, the unions are saying, you know, hey, we're aware of this. And, you know, the picket signs won't be just be let us work. That's not what we're talking about. Yeah, I it, found those things fascinating. It's all really interesting. And I've learned a lot, I feel like, with this strike because I'm, I'm a aware of these unions, and I'm certainly aware of the UAW. We've had people from the UAW in here on the program before. We've done stuff with the UAW, uh, and we've talked about strikes in the past. I did not realize when this strike happened that it was the first time all three of them were affected by the strike. I, did, I just would have thought, yeah, I there's been no strikes where, they, where all three of you them think, happened right? at the same time, but apparently not. And then this idea of saying we're going to stagger the strike, basically. And just to see, of course, it's not surprising, but how political it is, and to see what people on both sides are saying. I remember when Ted Cruz tweeted that thing about if you're a working person, if you're a union member, blah, blah, blah then you're, you should be a Republican. I'm like, a union member? What? Union wow, member like this Republican. is a new, a new thing. And then they've been talking about how this, this strike, in a lot of ways, people have found you know, things that they can agree on on both sides about people being underpaid. When I'm like, well, right. I'm reading the news, 
And if I read from a, a right-leaning publication, especially a really right-leaning publication, uh-huh. I see a lot of negative things about the union and talking about how this will jack up car prices. Right. And basically, I mean, I've seen people commenting on those sites and calling them whiny liberals that need to get their asses back to work. Uh-huh. What's really weird is Trump... Well, well, I think what the Republicans have done is, again, try to separate you not by the union, but by bathrooms. Right. What what bathrooms are we going to use? Uh, you know, what is yep. transgender? What is yep. gay marriage? What is if they can pull six percent of a union to vote for them on those issues? Mm-hmm. We, again, we're talking about one percent of the vote elects you president. If they can if they can get inside mm-hmm. and get some guys to be like, man, I know they, they don't really help me with the unions, but I can't have my kid going to school with where there's only one bathroom. Right. They can get. Three percent of the union to vote like that. I mean, that's the tactic. Well, I had family members. By the way, it's a smart tactic. It I, is. You know, yeah. I had family members who were hardcore conservative and got a union job. Love this job. I get paid great. This is amazing. Right. I get all holidays off. I'm like, yeah. Are you union? Yeah, it's a union gig. It's awesome. Hardcore conservative. <laughs> right. Didn't even realize you know that it was a political. Union? Right. Yeah. Right. Like, well, you know, but I'm, it's like I don't need to argue right. about this over Christmas dinner. But just right. curious. I, I said, we'll say they do a good job. My grandmother died at 99. My grandfather was a union worker a shop union worker and uh she said every month you know and she didn't really need the money but every month on the same day 25 dollars from the union it would come she said that's the only check i can you know is not social security doesn't necessarily come on the right day other things don't necessarily come on the right day on the 16th of every month i get that 25 dollars and the other thing that she knew is that uh, two months before an election, someone would call her and they'd say, hey, you've been getting our money, right? And she'd be like, yes. Like, and you're voting Democrat, right? And she'd be like, yes, sir. And that was the end of the conversation. Someone would talk to her. She would say, no, I'm not interested in voting Democrat. Then they'd talk to her longer and explain why. Right. And that was it. I'm sure, but my know, dad would say he's going to vote conservative sometimes. She'd be like, you, <laughs> labor-busting piece of ass. Like, she would get mad at him. So what's bizarre about this one is that Trump, and not just Trump, the Republicans who are running for president, Mm -hmm. which I just saw a a poll yesterday that had Trump beating Biden in a general election. I don't know if you saw that. Mm -hmm. But anyway, Trump and other Republicans, I saw Mike Pence saying the same thing on TV. Their stance about this UAW strike is that this is all a result of Biden's failed economic policies to push the United States toward EVs, okay? And with EVs, we have sold our uh, laborers out. We've sold them down the river, right? right they're all screwed. Because, and I heard Trump saying this, all EVs are built in China. So they're all left hanging uh, high and dry. Mm-hmm. I'm really confused about this because when I look at the, the cars that are sold here and the EVs that are sold here, mm-hmm. I don't see... Okay, so Hyundai and Kia, they do manufacture some uh, uh, EVs in South Korea and import them here. Other than that, the Bolt and the, the Mustang, it's not just them. Even the German automakers and the Japanese automakers, a lot of the EVs are built here. Those EVs still have to be built. I'm not totally clear if they're saying, with Trump, he's saying, he, I heard him say, these EVs are all built in China, so that screws us, which is just absurd. Now, maybe if you're saying they're going to all be, be built in China, you have mm-hmm. some reasoning to think that, whatever. But they're not all built in China. No. And going to EV, switching to EV doesn't mean we're getting rid of cars. And they make it sound almost like, well, it's a switch to EVs. People aren't buying gasoline cars anymore. So what are these people going to do? What are these workers going to do? You're telling people not to buy gasoline power cars. Of course, it's going to hurt these workers. These same union workers make EVs. Right? They, they literally right. do. We, you can pull up a list on any website and show you how many uh, EVs are sold in the United States and where they're, ma- where they're manufactured. Right. It's bizarre, but it's like they're trying to not 
be anti-union. They're anti-Biden. Of course. It's really interesting. Normally they would say, well, I think they need to get their asses back to work. That's the old Reagan way, right? Yep. They're going to drive the cost up just like they do sure. for everything. They think they deserve special treatment to make I mean, more than everybody else you're drive for less up. work yep. and blah, blah, blah. And there's just, they're lazy, the whole thing. But this is like, they're, it seems like they've taken a different approach, which is don't go after the laborers and, and these union members so much. Right now. Go after Biden and say that it's his fault that these union workers need to strike and aren't making enough money yeah, not when you're because of a push for EVs. Right. It's so dumb. You can't do it while you're campaigning. I can't stand how dumb it is. The Church of Laszlo. It's time to doom scroll with SlimFast. What you don't know could kill you. Murder hornets. Herpes infected monkeys. This is Headlines on The Church of Laszlo. Yo. Yo. Let's doom scroll some more, baby. All right, so... At the Patriots game the other day, there was a, a sounds like there was a tussle, some sort of a fight in the stands. Okay. And there is some video. It's not great video, but if you watch it, earlier I was we were talking about you see those fights where you go, okay, man, you've taken it too far. The guy's dead. And then you see the other fights, you're like, ah, oh, I knocked him out. And you're able to laugh about it. But sometimes those fights that you think weren't so bad can still end up killing somebody. Sure. And it appears that maybe that's what happened here. Now, some of the articles are just saying that this man died from some sort of medical event. But I think that's what they were saying originally the night of the game. EMTs were sent there. But now there's witnesses who have spoken to the media. Um, One of the guys said that he was watching. He said that it was a very violent confrontation. But uh, this guy, you know, again, gets into some sort of fight with some fans at the game. He's in his 50s, and he gets punched. He goes down. I don't see people kicking him in the face. I'm not reading anything about people hitting him with objects or kicking him over and over once he was down. It looks like he may have just gotten hit, gone down, and died. While the Patriots took on the Miami Dolphins here in Foxborough, witnesses say a disturbing scene unfolded in the stands off the field. It was really a one punch that saw, and the, the victim got punched really hard in the side of the head and went down just He's a bigger guy, but he just crumbled. First responders got there, and you know they instantly started doing compressions. They, they had to weigh him out in the, the aisle oh. between the seats, and um, they were doing compressions for, by my estimation, easily ten minutes. One of the witnesses said that this happened towards the end of the fourth quarter, so the game's about over, and that the victim had approached a group of, of fans, and he says he basically grabbed another fan. They started tussling around for a few minutes. At one point, another fan walked over. He punched him. And then the man just went down. It was pretty hard to watch. Mm. Now, I wonder when he says it's pretty hard to watch, like, was there something to the way that he fell? Because people getting hit, I mean, you could say that someone getting hit is hard I mean, to watch. I mean, yeah. Right. It's well, not, especially it's if it was that hard and right. but, knocked him out. Like, did he hit his he head really on something going out. down? Did he just, what, was it from hitting his head on the concrete? Is it because, like, if you've been drinking, is it more likely to cause complications? I've seen people uh, hit one, hit, get hit one time and lights out. Him. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but I does, mean, that is... You, but does you it kill see them? It. Some, I mean... I mean, I see a lot of people get punched right. and they're knocked out completely. Right. It's just that one hit, boom, they're down. Yeah. And, of course, their head usually hits the concrete, too, as they're going, and you never know which is worse, the they're punch... They're stopping themselves or the, Yeah, or the head hitting the concrete. I always assume that the concrete is probably the bigger thing that you got to overcome there. But this is all the more reason to, whether you're drunk, sober, whatever, when you're angry at someone and you're thinking, I'm going to stand up for myself, I'm just going to throw that punch... Just know that if you throw that punch, yeah, you could catch a case. You could end up in front of a judge and someone could be dead. And yeah. look, I don't know if I'm on a jury and this guy is saying, man, you know, this guy approached me. 
He was he was tussling with some of my friends, or whatever. He was cussing at us. So, you know, I thought he might get aggressive, and I right. punched him. I could absolutely see myself as a juror thinking, man, I don't want to throw the well, book at this Well, it seems so odd that if that was not at a football game but just outside and somebody shot somebody, you'd be like, man, he might have a stand-your-ground complaint. Right. But yeah. if you punch him and he falls and hits that's, his head, you're like, man, you're going to prison. That's what I was wondering, He's like, what is that? What? You can shoot someone if you think they were going to punch you. But if someone's punching you and you punch them back and they yeah. die, I feel like a lot of times mm-hmm. you yeah. end up getting in big trouble. Did you watch any football last night? I did. So this Nick Chubb injury. Yeah, man. I mean, you know it's bad when they say they we're not going to replay it. And then as they're saying we're not going to replay it, you can hear the crowd. They're being shown the replay. Yeah. And they're going, yeah. that's, uh That's a bad injury. And also it's like Have you seen it? Your, can you look your, it up? Your best player. Can you find it, Snowcone? Can you find a good angle of that? trying to pick his way inside the five, and he does. And the last thing any Browns fan wants to see, Nick Chubb holding his left leg. Oh, boy. I am told that the replay of Nick Chubb getting injured is... Hear the crowd there? Yeah, it's, we're not going to show it. It's as bad as you can imagine. They just showed it on the big screen here in Pittsburgh, and the crowd gasped. Oh, my God. Did you watch it? Oh, my I'm trying to pull God. it back up here. I had it on Reddit this morning. Is that where you found it, Snowcone? Show Laszlo. I mean, just listen one more time to that crowd as they're saying we're not going to replay it and and their reaction to it. I am told that the replay of Nick Chubb getting injured is not to be seen. Yeah, we're not going to show it. It's as bad as you can imagine. They just showed it on the big screen here in Pittsburgh. I don't know anything about anything, Mm. but that looked to me like... You know, is it, it's certainly season ending, oh, right? That could be career but I think day. it could be career ending, right? It, it looked like oh. I remember when Alex Smith yeah. broke his leg so bad Teddy they thought he, he could have died or whatever. That's the kind of thing where you go, God, man, that that looks like it could be the end of your career. I don't know how old's Nick Chubb. Oh, he's not that old. How long has he been playing? It's like one of those things. He's where, in to the me, prime of his he career. Se- he seems brand new to me, but you could tell me like, no, he's been playing for ten years. I'd be like, no, oh, Jesus, has it been ten years? But I mean, is he their best player? Well, yeah, one of them for I mean, sure. He's, he's one if of them. not it. it. Is he on offense? As far as running backs go across the league, he could be one of the best. You think he's top, top three? Oh, top three, top okay, four I, maybe. I was going to ask top ten, top five, but you're saying he could even be top three. Yeah, yeah that's uh, that's not something that you want to see. That looks very, very painful, and I don't know how you prevent that. You, you can't. It's just people falling on people the wrong way, and then as that guy comes down and just bends your leg the way it's not supposed mm. to bend. We've seen those accidents before where someone's knee goes the wrong way. It goes backwards. But it doesn't get any easier. Each time Mm-mm. you see it, you just think, I don't know how you survived that. Can you imagine how much pain he's in right Ugh. now? I mean, what are they? Well, now he's probably fine. I don't know. I would think you're going to be in pain oh, for a while. I'm sure you take pain, pain pills. I mean, he's got to be high as a kite. Yeah, yeah, but even with those pain meds, I would think you could I'm still sure be in some pretty serious it. pain. I, not anywhere near as what he was Portal. last night when that oh, happened. Oh, no. That, that, I mean, hopefully in the first couple moments you're in shock. But then after My that, God, the, the excruciating pain that you would be in as they're wheeling you off well, the did field. Well, speaking of sport, did you see I talked to you about uh, that Colorado State guy yeah. Yeah, yeah. who hit that, you know, what people are saying could be the Heisman Trophy winner. He yeah. hit him. And he was, they said he went to the hospital. He hit him so hard he lacerated his liver. Yeah. He had a liver laceration. Ooh. God, my That's what you God. Think from like a car accident, right? And now um, they said that that the kid who hit him, uh, 
is getting death threats. What? From fans because he that hit him late. Jesus yeah, I've heard of that before. So I know. Was Dion, it, it was a late hit? It was. I mean. I haven't seen this video. It's. Um, the lacerated liver, though. I'm not positive what that means, but it always sounds so ugh. horrible. I know Dion came out and said. Um, Henry Blackburn, that's the kid who hit him, is a good player who played a phenomenal game. He made a tremendous hit on Travis along the sideline. You can call it dirty. You can call it he was just playing the game of football. But whatever it was, it does not constitute that he should be receiving death threats. This is still a young man trying to make it in life, a guy that's trying to live his dream and hopefully graduate with honors and a degree, uh, uh, committed to excellence, and go to the NFL. Uh, he does not deserve a death threat over a game. At the end of the day, this is a game. Someone must win. Someone must lose. Everybody continues their life the next day. Very unfortunate. I'm sad if, there's, if this is any of our fans that are the, on the other side of those threats. I would hope and pray not. But that kid was just playing to the best of his ability, and he made a mistake. So I forgive him. Colorado forgives him. Our team forgives him. And more importantly, Travis has said he forgives him. Let's move on. This kid does not deserve that. No, I agree. It's ridiculous. Yeah, that's what you're listening to. You know, Dion can be pretty flashy and can make people mad sometimes. But that statement couldn't have been more right. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like I hear people say it, but you know what you sound like there, Dion? You sound right. I agree. You know? Yep, that's the right way to handle that. Yeah. Uh, have you heard of this uh, woman, Suzanne? Is it Susanna? Susanna Gibson. She is a Democrat. Oh, Jessica says she forgives him too, so that's oh, good. Oh, that's good. Well, now it's all over. That's <laughs> right. it, Jessica. That's what we were worried about. She's on board. Uh, Susanna Gibson is a Democratic nominee for a very competitive seat in the Virginia House of Delegates. Poncho so, says he'll never forgive him. So. I don't know how closely you follow Virginia politics. I don't follow Me? it all that closely. I, mean, you know, I read the uh, Virginia Tribune and Gazette every morning. Okay, so then you've definitely heard about this story. But Susanna Gibson is a nominee. Like I said, she's a Democrat, and some information came to light. It was reported by the Washington Post that her and her husband performed sex acts, and they did this online in front of an audience while they were soliciting tips. Now, we all know the Bobert story from yesterday. Uh, she did it at a playhouse in Denver, Colorado, watching a musical, Beetlejuice. Um, in this instance, she's, this woman is on a, a, you know adults-only website where people come to see this sort of thing. Now, I will also say that what Susanna Gibson did, quite a bit more graphic than what Bobert did in that video. I'll also say that the video quality of Susanna Gibson, quite a bit higher quality mm-hmm. than the video well, of I'd Bobert. Like to see that. Can I see well, it? yes, Very you would like depth. to see it because we were watching it while you were out smoking. And let me tell you something, this woman's got my vote. With less than eight weeks until Election Day, things are stirring up in Virginia's 57th House District race after videos of Democratic candidate Susanna Gibson have come to light of her having sex with her husband on a live website called Chatterbait. According to the Washington Post, who first reported the videos, in the live broadcasts that were recorded and put on another website, Gibson asked viewers for tips to perform certain acts. The Post was tipped off by a Republican operative who has said to have had no ties to a Republican candidate for the district, David Owen. Okay, so you can watch the videos. Uh, at least we were able to find some. Looks just like her. Someone sent us like Pancho sent it, right? I'm looking at it, and Poncho sent to my Twitter. I got all kinds yeah, of it. it, it it's it looks to be her. Now, she has not said she's stepping down. You know, there was a time. I mean, she said it's her. Yeah, there was a time. I'm saying the videos that we have are her. She's not denying that these no. videos are real. I'm just saying that the videos that we got, I think, look like the right ones because it looks like her. Uh, she's not stepped down. And I read this whole article about 
the taboos of sex in politics. And politicians have been getting caught, quote-unquote, caught doing things over the years. I mean, for a long time, you go, even if you just go back to the 80s, you've got politicians who, lots of prostitution stings, right? Or mm-hmm. there's some sort of a, a scandal with a sex worker. There's uh, reports of uh, politicians having sex with underage people, grooming people, uh, cheating on their wives, paying off porn stars because they didn't want the information to come out that they slept with a porn star while they were married. There's all these different sexual scandals that have happened over the years. But this is two consenting adults on an adults-only website. I'm doing sorry, I'm something, watching a video. What are you talking about? Doing something that a lot of... I'm talking about this. Doing oh, okay. something that a lot of people uh, do distracted. and a lot of people pay to do. I went down a rabbit hole. So why should she step down? There's nothing... They, this article is saying this taboo is coming to an end. This taboo sure. of... This person's running for politics, and they had an OnlyFans, or they were on Chatterbait sure. with their husband. That it's coming to an end, and that this is part of it. This p- specific uh, uh, story here, that this will be part of it, because she didn't step down. Yeah, she didn't she say, did. "It's oh, oh, I'm embarrassed." It's over. I wish she would. She had more time to make videos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, you could be upset about that. Like, boo, mm-hmm. boo. I'm not What's voting her name? for you, Susanna Gibson. They are. She's a very pretty lady, and those are mm-hmm. those are. Good quality videos. It's not what I think of when I think of Chatterbait. When I think of Chatterbait, yeah. I think of that steady cam, someone on their bed. It's uh-huh. like kind of blurry because the connection's not great on their end or mm-hmm. whatever it mm-hmm. is. It's, that's what I think of with Chatterbait. I think of the cam, like, you know, just kind of the low quality cam thing. What you showed me looks like high quality amateur porn. HD. It looks like look gone wild on Reddit, like mm-hmm. high quality couples gone wild or yep. whatever those things are called. And it also looked like they did it. It's not like they just did it the one time, right? I think I read somewhere no, how many how many followers they had. How many followers did they have on there? I think it, oh, was I it fifteen hundred, maybe. Does that sound right? It said that no, fifty seven hundred followers. Mm. Uh, let's see. It says what Gibson and her lawyer lack in legal acumen. They make up for a moxie. Uh, when you live stream sex acts on a site where you have fifty seven hundred followers and it doesn't require a password, um, you can convince the judge and jury of expectations. Yeah, because she is talking about. Her privacy was violated. Yeah. That's been her one thing. And the, the argument against that is, well, what privacy, though? Because you have all these followers. That's the argument I don't really get. You posted yeah. this on the, internet, on the internet publicly. H- how is your privacy violated? If the I was argument in, is it shouldn't matter. If I was in a movie that nobody saw, and then my opponent said, hey, he was in a movie that nobody saw, would I say my my privacy's been violated right, right just be like well okay so they found out about that movie i was in right this isn't it shouldn't matter privacy being violated sounds like someone got a hold of video that you and your husband made they that was never meant phone. to be shared yeah. or they hacked your phone or they hacked into your camera your security system at your house that's not what this finding is. videos of your chatterbait page online it doesn't really seem like your hmm. privacy's been violated yeah. but i don't know there's a uh, cat custody battle going on you guys probably heard about this because it's Somewhat local and involves some Kansas residents. Oh, hey, this what? is where it comes in. Her attorney, Daniel P. Watkins, isn't saying that she didn't make them public. Mm. And, yeah, that it is a privacy concern. But for the people to get those and use them against her in an election is a class one misdemeanor because they maliciously distributed nude or sexual images of another person with the intent to coerce, harass, or intimidate. So by them saying, we're going to use this, and therefore you shouldn't run, that's revenge Revenge porn. porn. I can make these videos, I can show them to everybody else myself, but if you can take those and then use them 
to try to coerce me to get out of running for office, that's revenge porn. It says that maybe... That's interesting. This, this article says that maybe copyright laws were violated, but revenge porn, they're saying no. It's not revenge porn. But there are other things that it could be, which I guess is what... Because revenge porn probably... I would think revenge porn really means that I sent you these things in confidence, and now you're using them against me. Mm-hmm. Whereas I get what you're saying, that there's not a legal footing here because they went and used, found these images and then tried to use them against her in this campaign and that there could be some sort of law that they're breaking. But And, and even if it's just uh, the fact like this person saying that they, they violated uh, copyright laws and they're, they're violating copyright laws in doing so to use these sexual images to try and whatever, pressure her to not run or embarrass her or whatever all those things were that you just read. But is it actually revenge porn? I don't know. I don't know what the definition of revenge porn is. In my mind, it was something that you sent to someone in confidence and then they try to use against you. And I know it probably didn't have to be the same person. So if I sent you dick pics and you were supposed to share them and then you showed them to Lazlo and then Lazlo shared them, I think that's still revenge porn, even I though I didn't so. send them to Lazlo. Yeah, I think so. Because they went from your... But I thought that I had... For revenge porn, I thought it had to be something that I sent out or that we did together. So I don't know. I mean, look. I, I mean, the, I'm what not you saying read, he's going to win, but it sounds like he's got sense. at least an argument. Yeah, I mean, what you're reading, what, the way that you read that, it makes sense that mm-hmm. it's violating some sort of law that apparently is on the books. Yeah, the argument makes sense. Yeah. But the privacy thing. Now, I don't know how they got these videos. I don't know. Did they pay to go in and get these yeah, no archived idea. videos? I have no idea. Were they available on these tube sites? But regardless, it shouldn't matter. Right. She's doing chatterbait porn with the consenting, consenting adults, adults. And they're asking for tips, and there's nothing crazy going on there. Well, what, let me ask you this. So just to be pleased devil's advocate here, what are you saying it shouldn't matter? I'm saying that it shouldn't I mean, matter if this was, woman uh, engages in sex work in her free time. Right, but nobody's saying she has to step down, right? No, no, no. It's just obviously So this, therefore, but if people don't vote for her because of that, that's fine, that's right? That's fine, sure. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Like, yeah. yeah. I, I think the idea that they would make her step down, but nobody's saying that. No. So no, maybe they're just if she trying to use, intimidate her. But if she, use, if she loses an election, then... Yeah. Right, no. This article is just and saying And it sounds that, to me like most of it, the Democrats have rallied behind her. I right, mean, that, she shouldn't win because of it. I mean, it's just everyone's got their right to vote. To vote however they want, yeah. right? So yeah. if that ruins her political career, then it'll be ruined by voters. Yeah. yeah. Then no. that's fine. Yeah, fine with that. All this is saying is that the taboo is starting to fall, and the fact that we're now like, this isn't an automatic deal-breaker... We don't know that this is just immediately going to ruin her chances at winning. And she, she obviously didn't step down immediately, that we're now seeing this taboo start to fall. And so we're going to be yeah. living in a world where that's not that's the end of the world thing. that you did. Right. That you did uh, chatterbait with your boyfriend, husband, friend, whatever, consenting adults in your free time. More power to you. The Church of Laszlo. All right. So who make the best husbands? Now, this girl on TikTok, she started this whole thing by stitching together a video of another girl on TikTok saying, how do all of you women out there find these husbands who are nice to you, they take care of you, Mm. they're friendly, they're polite, they do the right things? Where are you finding these guys? Mm. And this is where she chimes in and says, you're looking in the wrong place. If you want a good husband, you need a nerd. Nerds make the best husbands. Mm. She says, we know this about girls because they talk about it in movies, TV, books oh, for years. Yeah. The, the She's all that idea. The nerdy girl who loves a good fantasy book or whatever, and everyone's kind of poking fun at her or they at least don't pay mm-hmm. any attention to her. And then later in life, she's beautiful and everyone realizes this is the girl of my dreams. This is the girl I'd like to be married to. She says, it's the same for guys. And she says, there's things you should look for in guys that are green flags. If guys, 
exhibit certain nerdy behaviors, then these are green flags and that they will make great husbands. And now, according to the media, of course, they've taken off with this, that millennial women everywhere now saying that nerds make the best husbands. They're nerds. You go for the nerd. If he owns a lightsaber, green flag. If he has purchased a wand from the wizarding world of Harry Potter, greenest possible flag. If he has an unhealthy obsession with Ahsoka Tano, you better run to the altar. Bonus points if he's obsessed with Monopoly. Because those little underestimated nerd boys grow up to be men who see what's in here. So if you're looking mm. for a high-quality husband, Look for someone with avoid the cool guy yeah. and go straight for the nerd. I wanted to be a nerd when I was in school. I wasn't smart enough. There was a group of computer nerds. I hung out with them some. We had LAN parties and stuff together, but I could never quite get all the way this in. This isn't really new. I, wasn't smart I mean, enough. it was 15 years ago. There were shirts that girls wore that said, I love nerds. I love nerds. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like there have been movies where they kind of talk about the nerdy. Like you're saying, I mean, even in those 80s movies, you say that, you know, Ducky. that was too long ago. But I think that there were signs back then in a lot of those 80s movies of the nerdy guy turning out to be the right guy. How many times was a girl with this jock guy who was a football player, he was popular, he was good looking, and then it turns out to be an a-hole and she realized that the person she should have been with was the kind of nerdy guy who was there all the for all along. I feel like that happened a lot. Yeah. I don't think that this is... She's like, I'm shocked. Didn't that even that happen this, in She's All That? Didn't the guy write her a letter? Uh, what guy? Right? Isn't it... I forget his name, but isn't that who doesn't she end up with the nerdy guy who's always been in love with her? I thought she ended up with the hot guy who took her, who had to take her to prom. I thought they no, fell maybe, in love. I don't know. Isn't that the whole point? Is that he ends up falling in love with her, and the two of them end up together? Snow Cone, you're shrugging your shoulders. We watched it together. We watched what? She's all that. Oh, we did. Yeah. Um, the, the whole point is that the, I don't know, man. The, I can't remember. He's got to win her over. He was popular, though, yeah, and he's going to try and get this girl to go. To, yeah, he couldn't do it. No matter how popular he is, he couldn't get this girl to become prom queen. But then he falls in love with her. I think she fell in love with him back. I think yeah, the two I of think, them fall I think, in love. I mean, it has to. I think that's it how it to. goes. It has yeah. to work out. I don't remember way. another guy sneaking in there. No, but it has to end like There's that. plenty of movies where the even if it's just uh, – if you think about the guy who's the bad guy in every teen movie, he's like the popular, mm-hmm. good-looking, the cool guy, usually the jock. And the nice guy – who usually wins the girl at the end mm-hmm. is okay, Karate Kid, right? I feel like every he, 80s he, movie. yeah, he it's it's every teen movie. I mean, for a long time, I think that's... Yeah. so. For her to say, I'm shocked that this hasn't become a thing in with men when it's been a thing with women forever. No, I think it's been both. Now to say that the nerdy, like a nerdy guy who loves Harry Potter and lightsabers and all that stuff, that he makes the best husband. I don't know if that specifically, if these guys were getting That's laid in a lot of these movies. Anymore. But certainly mm-hmm. the less cool guys. It's not nerdy anymore. Like liking Star Wars and Harry Potter, that's just kind of normal, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, if you're a grown-up guy and you still got a lightsaber. I mean, if you're super right? into it, if you're, I guess. Yeah, if you're, I if think you're if still, still got a lightsaber and you're like, yeah. If you're buying my lightsaber, if you like Star Wars, that's one thing. If you, if you went to the Harry Potter thing and bought a wand by yourself. Right. Like I saw yesterday on Amazon, they advertised this like $300 lightsaber, which is clearly for adults. And I thought, I like Star Wars. I don't need that thing. You know, I think if you need that thing in your home, and I'm not saying that I'm not nerdy about certain things. I just don't. I think a lot of nerds would say I don't. I'm not nerdy enough to be in their group because I don't have the adult lightsaber. Cool people don't like you either. Exactly. I'm just, and that's how I was right. in high school too. It's like I hung out with the nerds, but I wasn't fully in that group because I didn't know mm-hmm. how to hack a computer. But, you know, I tried. And it's like, yeah, you're just failing everywhere, man. You found that sweet spot, like you said, where you're not cool. You're not even in with the nerds. You're just kind of in with 
the the in betweeners, I guess the the, the nobodies. Mm-hmm. But maybe specifically in these movies, it, like I said, it's not the nerdy guys that they fall in love with, but they're at least less cool. And maybe that's what she's saying. Maybe in those movies, those guys aren't nerds. They're just less cool. They're less popular. They're scrawny. A lot of times, they're not as they're not as big. They're not athletic. At least they're not on the football team. They're certainly not the star of the football team. Uh, whether or not they're actually nerdy, I don't know. She's not the only one though. As soon as she posted this thing, mm-hmm. I mean, this thing she's got millions of views. She's got tons of people talking about this. Hundreds of thousands of people going back and forth talking about how nerdy guys are kind. They have big hearts and they take care of their wives, girlfriends, yeah. whatever, and make the best long-term partners. That's why that's been known. And that that's why you should go for a nerd. Mm-hmm. I think it's been known, like we said, to the extent that the cool guy is supposed to be the bad guy, which I don't even think is true. In real-life experience, we've talked about this, the cool people at your school, were They're they nice? nice or were they, Yeah, they're nice. And I'm not saying that that's always the case, but a lot of people I've talked to, I know I've asked Brooke about this, she said the popular kids at her school were really nice. So... Maybe there were kids who would say, no, they weren't nice to me. I was an actual nerd, and they weren't nice to me. But it seemed like they were nice. I don't know. Sorry. What? Can't Hardly Wait is the one where he writes the letter. Oh, that's the party? Yeah. Yeah, and that's the one where she ends up with him, which is our old friend Ethan Embry. Yeah. He was in love with her from the very beginning. Wrote the letter. Right. The letter gets thrown around. Thrown around. There you go. And then she ends up with him, right? Yeah. Now, was he nerdy? Yeah. I mean, he certainly wasn't popular. That's the he thing. He was nerdy. So was he nerdy? I feel like he was. I yeah, don't know. Yeah, of course he was. I mean, he was supposed to be. I mean, I just think that this uh, this girl may be right. Nerds may make the best husbands. There you go. Among them are Preston Myers, a typical outsider who plans to proclaim his love to his four-year secret crush, Amanda Beckett. There you go. Yeah, I, I, I think she's wrong about the movie tropes or, or the story tropes only being... The other way around. Yeah. I think there's plenty of them where the, the guy who is nerdy, I think we can call him yeah. nerdy, ends up being the right choice. That he's there all along. He's the one you should have been with. 16 Candles. And that's that. Yes. You can he just ends go, up her with making out with her in the car. Right. And I, she's in love with him. I think you could go through a lot of them. And even if you can't say for certain that they were obsessed with Star Wars, whatever, they were at least like that thing says the outcast, yeah. the less cool person. In the movies, the cool person is always the bad guy. For all I know, the truth may be that the cool person in high school might make the best husband. Maybe the reason that guy was cool is because he worked hard and he was athletic. You know, so he worked hard at being good at some sort of a sport, whatever. Took care of himself. He was healthy. And on top of that, he was nice to people, which made people like him, which made him popular, which made him cool. Yeah. Maybe he would make a great husband. I don't know. But millennial women are now saying nerds. And you'll, just, you'll see this headline, millennial women millennial. say nerds make the best husbands. Do you got, who'd be the closest to a nerd here? Mm, I don't know. I don't I mean, even know. I'm a nerd the, about Game of Thrones. That's true. You're really into Game of Thrones now. I'm as very an adult, nerdy about that. And you listen to podcasts about it. Yeah, I don't fear. have anything like that that I'm that into, like nerdy that I'm that I mean, into now. You're pretty now, into Star Wars, but not even close to like you and Game of Thrones. I don't listen to podcasts about it. If someone who's a big Star Wars fan sits down with me, I have to ask them, like, "Hey, so what's going on with this new show? What what what's happening here? It's what, you, Slim. It's Hit me? the button. Yes, we all know it. Me and Snowgun are trying to be nice about yeah, it. Yeah, we were, man. <laughs> Well, we're you trying just to said it. Well, we did. We tried to leave it alone. We're we both tried. like, I don't know. Who would it be? I'm not my and feelings just, are hurt. I'm okay, fine with being we just kind of like, who knows? I tried to say the Thrones thing. Who knows? Thing right. Everybody in, their car, like, Game of Thrones everybody in their car was like, everybody in their car was like, it's Slam. Okay. Yeah. And then we just, we both, then you're just like, well, I don't know who would it be. Who would, you kept, and you kept going. going, man. Yeah. Well, so I would make the best husband. I would make the best husband out of the three of us, and I think that that makes sense. 
Chris at Church Shop Laszlo. Okay. What am I going to get angry about? So, uh, somebody sent this to us, and uh, I just saw it said, looks like uh, someone is talking like Lazo, just on a different platform here. Okay. And so I clicked on it, and I'm like, like we said, uh, this will be something that sounds a lot like something Lazo has said in the past. And this happens to be a stand-up comic. I don't know this stand-up comic. According to this link, when I click on it, it says his name's Ron Taylor. He looks okay. young, okay? I've heard of him. I'm just going to go ahead and play this clip that was sent to us. Stupid okay. rules. You can't drink and drive. What the f*** is the cup holder for? Oh, I saw it. <laughs> That's entrapment. <laughs> if you can't drink and drive, why is there a parking lot at the liquor store? How the f*** you Not think I yet. got here on horseback? <laughs> Then they just send you to jail. I don't like that. They just like, oh, you go to jail. It's like, come, come we got to have better solutions than that. <laughs> just you drink, you go to jail. Give us like a lane or something. No. <laughs> oh, that would be bad enough. Just no, give us a lane or something. But continue. Like a drunk driving lane. Bikers get it. Get on the bus, you broke bitch. We're driving here. <laughs> I'll help design. It'll be a drunk driving lane like when you take kids bowling. You put the bumpers up. <laughs> Until you, you get to your destination. Or when you go to the car wash, you put your car in neutral on that tracks and you just... Uh, what I'm saying. I know. I, look, when he said drunk driving lane, I was like, right. oh my God. Then he said, I'll help design it. It'll be like when you go bowling and they've got those bumpers and then you put it in neutral, like in the car wash. What? Who, who is, is this, this guy? guy? Exactly. I don't know who he is. Maybe he listens. Is he from here? I don't know. I don't know. I've never him? heard of him because I can't find anything it, about him. I wanted to send it to you on Instagram, then I realized you blocked me on Instagram. I did. Why did you, you block him on Instagram? Instagram? He steal Magnolia's videos. Yeah, that was funny. We were just joking about it. He does I send a lot of videos. Anything. You sent? I wasn't joking about it. You sent me a steal Magnolia. You video. hearted it. Right, I hearted it and blocked you. <laughs> All at the same time, it was a joke. Okay, so this guy has forty thousand followers on Instagram. He's from. It says Detroit. Lives in L.A. What? Yeah. He might have heard us talk about it. He's from Detroit. That's what it says. His profile says Detroit, and he's got the little airplane like he moved to L.A. Yeah. So, look, I don't know how old this guy is. I mean, that's like word for word. He looks very young to me, but that happens to me a lot now. I would, if someone said, hey, what's your description? I'd say like, I don't know, 27. He could be 37 because he's just younger than me. He looks young. But he looks like a young guy. He's a black guy. Says he's from Detroit and lives in L.A. now. And that was... Wow. I mean, of all the things, that one is right. the some most like, word yeah. for word. Yeah, people might debate some of them, although I, you know, I don't get into arguments about it. But I'm right. like, yeah, I know I said that before Bill Maher. The, if he just, again, just said the drunk driving lane, that would be pretty good. Wow, this guy totally did. Right. But then to go with the bumpers and to put it in neutral, like at the car wash, and just let it pull you along. Boop, boop, well, boop, boop. hopefully he gets rich off of it. It's fine. People like, are I laughing. Mean, that's that's got to right. be some sort of validation, no, right? It's like my takes with Nick Wright. When he steals yeah. them, and I see it, they work. And yeah. people... It causes a lot of controversy. Hopefully this guy gets rich off that bit. And, yeah. I mean, know. he's on stage in front of an audience, so you get to hear that audience laugh. It's yeah, got to like, be okay, worth something. That, you know worked, that was right. funny. It works. There so. you go. Good That's for you, a, Ron. I'm never going to go out and do that. So if you want to take my stuff right. and use it, you know, to your benefit, it's fine. And, you know, maybe he had the same thought. Of course, it's totally possible. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's it's, a little close. It was very close. A little close. Very, very close. And then I'm starting to think, like, God, you know. 
You've told that story a few times over the years, quite a few times over the years. People ask about it, or someone says, "What is it?" I Everyone knows it, so the we drunk driving it. line. We talked about it. If you listen for a long time, you've heard it because we because it does get brought up. People say, "What is it?" And then you have to explain. This the is bumpers. how it works. And Lazlo goes through the whole thing. Yeah. So it's perfectly possible that you were mentioning that in Detroit yeah. at some point. You know? No, I would bet. Yeah, I'm willing to bet too. It seems about right. So hmm. well. Good yeah, for him, good though. For him, you know, man. there you go, yeah. Lazo. Another joke. Where did you find that? Someone sent it to us on Reddit. Oh, so someone saw it. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yep. Would have got it sooner if you hadn't blocked me. <laughs> you tried sending that to him. That's when you tried. Yeah, sending it to him? I tried to send it to him, and I, that's when I realized I was blocked. The fact that he actually blocked you for well, sending the Steel Magnolias video. I know. Worth it. You didn't. Did you send me the Steel Magnolias video? No. No. And see, I wouldn't have blocked you over it. I like Steel Magnolias. I know. That's why I you sent guys it to him. I said, "Are you crying right now because I'm crying?" It was a joke. So I hearted it and blocked him. I don't need that in my inbox. <laughs> well, he's used to being blocked. Plenty That's of people true. blocked back and forth <laughs> in that dude's do, life. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I think we're out of time, That's Bumper it. Lanes. Oh, we are? Yep, that's it. Man, I had such a good day with you guys. Me too. A lot of yeah, fun it was today. great, man. Yeah. Wow. I mean, you want me to unblock you? I'd like that, yeah. Okay. If I can I be honest, I would. Anyway, good show, Laney Boggs. Stay uh, positive, kids. The Church of Laszlo.